She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome back to Coworkers Killing Time. This is episode 27, and this is a Robin-picked episode. It is our True Crime Tuesday for music industry crimes. There's just so many to pick from. There's so many. It's just a fascinating genre. I think really fame in general, there's a lot of crimes to pick from, because you get into a weird headspace of like, I'm untouchable. Sure. Or people around you get into a headspace of, like, they're or, untouchable. Or they're jealous of yeah. what you have. And, That's yeah, a lot of it, absolutely. too. So um, we are talking about a lot of famous people today because we ran down who we were talking about just to make sure we weren't talking about the same people. Right. So my crime is probably one of the most famous music music industry crimes because it is Phil Spector. So he was one of the most influential producers of all time and one of the most infamous because of this, what happened with him and this woman in 2003. So he was known for creating the Wall of Sound and working with well-known music groups throughout his career and was very highly respected. He scored his first number one hit in 1958 with the Teddy Bears song, To Know Him Is To Love Him, and he was actually the guitar player and backup singer in the group. So I thought that was pretty interesting because then he had the drive and ambition to learn how to become a producer. And between 1960 and 1964, he had 24 records reach the top 40, and many were classics that we still know today. So I picked out four of the top ones that he had that I know and I love. Um, He has And Then He Kissed Me, Be My Baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, So who doesn't know those? But then my favorite of all of them is Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers, because my grandparents listened to that all the time growing up. So I have a special place for that song. And then You've Lost That Loving Feeling. So he did all of those songs. He was a cultural symbol of a successful record producer, and one of the first as such, because there really wasn't anybody who was that successful at that time besides him. Bands such as the Beach Boys and Bruce Springsteen credited him for influencing their sound, as did a host of other producers. So Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys went on record stating that he was everything. And I have to interject here because the Beach Boys have terrible taste in people they surround themselves (laughs) with in music because him, but also they were friends with Charles Manson and were trying to get him a record deal. Like, Mm. what is wrong with you? people. Make better choices of friends. John Lennon also called him the greatest producer ever, because I guess he had not worked really frequently when John Lennon retired, and he was actually called in by John Lennon's new studio to come be the producer when he went solo. So he worked with him on most of his songs. And he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989. So just a super impressive all-around guy, but then he ruined his life. He did. So in the early hours of February 3rd, 2003, After drinking heavily, he drove and returned to his home in California with Lana Clarkson, who was a struggling actress that he had met at the House of Blues, where she was a hostess. His chauffeur would later testify that he heard a popping sound 
and Mr. Spectre emerged from the house holding a gun and stated to the chauffeur, I think I killed somebody. Okay. So that's not good. (laughs) No. Because of all of this and the fact that there was a witness to his crime, he was charged with second-degree murder. His defense team tried to argue that Ms. Clarkson killed herself due to depression of her failed acting career. Okay. But again, you have him leaving his house and a person who works from him saying that he said he killed her. But they tried to argue that she killed herself because when her body was found, she was slumped over in a chair with a single bullet wound to her head. Okay. But again, he emerged with a gun. So and what said, are you talking about? And said, I killed, I <laughs> yeah, I, I think killed, I killed somebody. I killed somebody. <laughs> but she definitely did it herself. I'm just confused. Yeah. Okay. So in 2007, they actually went to trial the first time, but that trial ended in a hung jury. I'm assuming because of this suicide defense, but like, how? Yeah. I I, I think people might have just put his celebrity above it, and we're like, no, he couldn't have done it. Oh my God. Although he looks, so last week we talked about our cult episode (laughs) where all the cult leaders look crazy. This dude looks crazy. So in 2007, when that first trial was going on, I remember I was home from college visiting my parents, and they were watching a story on the news and I was like who is that guy because his hair looks <laughs> yeah. like mine when I wake up if I don't brush it yeah and he was going to court like that yep. so I was like what is happening um and my parents were like oh he's really famous and he killed somebody so like everyone knew that he had done this right so they ended up going back to trial in 2009 and he was sentenced and found guilty he received 19 years to life in prison However, he was moved from a California state prison to a California healthcare facility in 2014 because his health started to decline. And then in January 16th, 2021, due to complications from COVID, he died at the age of 81. Wow. So, tumultuous life, really good beginning area there yeah into like midlife and then just like ruined it towards the end. And there's no like there's no real story as to what exactly no, nobody, nobody knows. Cause there's nobody in the house. There's them. nobody in the house now. And they just, like, left the bar together. But I will say this dude was, like, a lady magnet because, like, the ex-wife... First of all, he was married when he started having an affair with her because she was in one of the bands that he was producing for. And then after her, he had a different wife... And then that wife left him, I think, when all the murder stuff went down, because he was bringing another lady back to his house. And then when he died in prison, he had a partner. How? Why? You were in prison! I know Ronnie Spector, right, from the Ronettes with yes. his wife. Yes. And she was friggin' amazing. And he seemed somewhat normal from right. any kind of videos or whatever you see back at that time. Just, right. Just like, and even pictures. Like, there was a picture of them together, and he looked, like, kind of normal. But then as he aged yeah. and went through life, he it just looked wild. crazier. And then I just found it really crazy that he had a partner when he died. Like, yeah. how? He was in a healthcare facility in jail, basically. But he's married to this lady. Or not married, but, like, right. having a life partner at 81. So I think you know what the answer is to all of that. Yeah. It's money. Right. <laughs> it's a rich, but a I creepy even think, old rich man with money I don't even women. think it's that, though. Because, like, look at all the serial killers who had nothing. True. And, like, would yeah. have girlfriends yes. or people sending True. them panties. Like or like Celebrity does that. And then I saw a few weeks ago, I was just reading, like, a Yahoo article or something. This guy. Oh, no, it wasn't a Yahoo article. So I listened to Dateline Podcasts at work. We all know this. That's what I do. There was a Dateline podcast about how this guy, this was the most insane thing I've ever heard. All these expats had moved 
moved to like Panama, right? And they were all rich. So this guy moved down there and they all became friends with him. And then all of a sudden, because one of the people was like an older guy and he like left because he's like, I'm going back to the United States. I'm going to retire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like left them a letter. This guy moved down and bought his house. They all became friends with him. The This couple moved down where the wife was like really attractive and the husband was really attractive. They called them Ken and Barbie. They started having like marital problems. So the husband left for a little while and then the lady just disappeared, like wrote a letter that she was leaving. She was gone, whatever. They ended up finding the old guy whose house this guy bought and the lady's body in the woods and underneath like a well that he built over where he buried the old guy after he killed him and took over his house. Wow. With his wife. So he had a wife, too. So they were all, like, both in on this because then they took over the lady's house, too. So I'm Googling them because, as you do, I get very interested in what happens <laughs> yeah, the to them story. after the oh, fact. Yeah, like, yeah. they both went to prison. What did they look like? Yep. What's the deal? Yep. Like. Did they have children? No. Always, yeah. So they didn't. Saying, but. Yeah. I'm Googling it, and it starts bringing up pictures, and all of a sudden it brings up a picture of this guy getting married in prison. So he got married. Him and his wife got divorced because of all this, because she went to jail and he went to jail. Yep. And he got married to this, like, young, hot chick in prison. And I'm like, I don't Don't understand understand how, when the story is, he was like, I wanted everything this lady had, so I invited her over to my house, and while she was looking at one of the pets I owned in a thing, I just shot her in the back of the head, she never saw it coming. That's the guy you're gonna marry? Like, what is wrong with people? People Because that guy doesn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. Like, he was stealing everything from everyone, but you're gonna go marry him? What is wrong with you? Yeah, people are creeping and crazy i don't know so that was just the wrap-up of my case because i could not believe when i read that like oh and he was with his partner i'm like what like yeah i don't know i don't i don't understand i don't is that sort of the cult mentality i I don't know if it's a cult or if it's just you have father issues and you're like oh i need to marry some weird guy yeah it's all and there's so many you hear so many stories about people doing that like, like, Ted Bundy, I think, got married to that lady while he was in prison. And it's like, what? Why? Yeah. He was killing women. What is wrong with and you? And they get, like, just gazillions of letters from willing yes. women. From women. Yeah, just, like, it's just crazy. I couldn't I imagine know. being like, hey, I don't even know, like, who was a prolific person. Like, I guess if, like, the Unabomber was still alive, that happened when I was young. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be, like, writing him letters <laughs> no. today, like, ooh, yeah. No, even, like, <laughs> but, didn't Richard Ramirez, I believe they said, had... Yes, and I can't believe that, because if you look into him, they say that he smelled so bad, like had the worst BO and the worst breath, and women would be like all about it. And that guy like (laughs) raped grandmothers. What is wrong with you people? I don't know. We should see if we can look into that sometime. I'm going to have to delve into the psychology of it, because I I just don't understand. It does fascinate me. I would love to know some of the stories, especially the ones that ended up actually marrying them you know yeah exactly get into it's, their background it's weird did you leave your spouse so you could you know marry yeah. somebody in prison who you'll never have an actual real life with no and imagine and like going for like a like because then if you're married i'm sure they would let you have like a conjugal, conjugal visit, visit but yeah. i'd be afraid that they were going to murder me because i'm a yeah. woman and they're murdering women like yeah exactly <laughs> Put yourself out there. Yeah, a you're just bit. like yeah, putting no. yourself, and then it's like they're already in jail. What's the yeah. worst that's gonna happen Especially to them? Especially the lifers, <laughs> right? Yeah, 
They, you know, it's no big oh deal. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. Creepy. What's going out there, ladies? There's so many fish in the sea. Ladies, don't do it. Don't do it. Stop <laughs> yourselves. Just stop yourselves. All right. So I know you have three different cases that you want to touch upon. Yeah, we're just going to touch upon them because you know I didn't go too deep into that. Yeah. But I just because there's so many. There's mm-hmm. just so many music industry, not only crimes but murders, which right. you know we could we could sit here for twelve hours and talk about them. Um, but I thought I would talk about a few of them, probably more notable ones. One is Marvin Gaye, and he was, you know, a famous R&B mm-hmm. singer, wrote What's Going On. His parents had an argument, so, well, I'll just say that he had, um, he had a mansion, and I think his brother lived in the guest house. I don't know, but I think maybe his parents lived in the mansion with him as, as well, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But his parents had an argument over a misplaced insurance document. And Marvin became enraged at his dad for yelling at his mom and making accusations towards her, like whatever, maybe accusing her of purposely trying to screw up her, the insurance, whatever. So his dad went into another room. He grabbed a pistol that Marvin gave him as a Christmas present. Okay. He returned to the room where Marvin was and he shot him directly in his heart. Yeah, I knew that his dad killed him because my dad was a big Marvin Gaye fan when I was younger and they had told us that and we were like, what? Isn't that just terrible? Yeah, that's terrible. his His brother was in the guest house and came running into Marvin's mansion where he held him and consoled him as he died, which is just horrifying. That's terrible and I can't see that being the reaction to getting mad at somebody. Yeah, I mean there's got to be more there has to be there has some to be. history to that. Yeah. Um, but then his dad was sentenced to a six month suspended sentence. Okay? What? For killing his son. That's it? And five years probation for involuntary manslaughter. Wow. How is that involuntary? How does that even happen? Because Marvin Gaye was so famous. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. But I like th- these are the things that I will never What understand. year was this? Um, the 80s? Yeah. I, well, okay. He died in 1984. I was going to say, if this was the 60s, I could see it just because, like, he's an African-American man, like Marvin Gaye. I yeah. knew the dad is, too, but I'm just, like, I could see them being like, eh, who really cares? But, like, the fact that it was, like, the 80s and he was so famous, like, what? I mean, it's not involuntary. I'm sorry, but if no, you... you and went I understand and it's it. not, like, premeditated right. as far as it's you like were planning it for days. Passion. It was. Like, it um, in the moment, he yeah. in the moment, but still, you did it. You did it in front of your what his mother, like, right? Can you? It, no, it I cannot imagine seeing that. that. That makes me. That makes my stomach hurt thinking about it. And then I would love to know because I didn't really go into it, but I'd love to know what happened. Did the mother divorce him? You know, which I sure as shit was. I feel like probably. And what happened? Like, did the mother and the brother, you know, stop their relationship with this man? I don't know. I like will look know. that up when you talk about your other one. Yeah, I'm just curious. Because I always like that. to look up background info. I do love backstories as well. Um, but for this one, I was just trying to get, you know, just get a few different yeah, ones. Yeah, because there's just a lot of there's stuff. There's just so I mean, and one of them that you're going to talk about if you're in my age group, you know probably everything about it, thanks to Jennifer Lopez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so w- with that, we'll go into Selena. Perfect. So um, Selena was an American singer who was in in a group, and then she had a pretty great solo career, I guess, as an English and Spanish singer. Mm-hmm. Her, um, She had a pretty big following. It's funny because I, I wasn't a fan of hers, but I obviously knew of her. Yeah. You know, I knew about her. I know she was she was a pretty huge star, very young. She had this, this woman um, who wanted to be her fan club, 
uh, or she started a fan club. Yeah, she, she was the president she of the fan ask, club. But she didn't just become that. Her father actually appointed her. Yep. Her name is Yolanda Sal- Saldivar. She was appointed president of Selena's fan club after she persistently asked permission to start it. Like, yeah. So there's a little, I don't know. That might have been a little bit of a red flag, but whatever. He let her have it. She was then, she worked so hard, and I guess she did such a great job that she was then promoted to manager of one of Selena's boutiques. Soon after she started, you know, working at the boutiques, Selena's employees, fashion designer, and cousin began complaining about Yolanda's management style. Mm -hmm. Then her father started getting angry letters from fan club members stating that they would send in money and then the items that they were promised were never, were never received by them. So after the family started researching it and they talked to Yolanda about it, they found out that she embezzled $60,000 from selena's fan club and that's just i mean like yeah if you love them so much like why it's not so i think she had way weirder uh motivation than just being a super fan when they confronted her she shot and killed selena so like when the parents went and said what are you doing you're taking money from from her you're such a super fan that you're going to shoot and kill. Yeah, they confronted her, and then didn't she go afterwards just when they were, like, alone and she shot her? Because that's what the movie is, is, like, she just shows up where she is one day and shoots and kills her. I feel like it was, I don't know what the building, I don't know if, I feel like it was in a hotel, though. You know, but, yeah, I'll look deeper into that, but, anyway, she was sentenced to life in prison, so... There's good little You should have been. Now, I would like to know if Yolanda has men... Sending letters. Probably not to marry she's not attractive. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I mean, not that she's any of not. these dudes are either, but no. they're like also like infamous. I know Yolanda was getting death threats and hate mail sure. from everybody, of and course. people in the prison were trying to kill her when she went in because Selena was so famous. So and that's so beloved. What's, yeah, right, right, and that's what's so amazing. And so young. Like, oh yeah, just... so young. But I loved that movie. It came out when I was twelve in nineteen ninety six. Nope, nineteen ninety seven. And Jennifer um, Lopez, yeah, right? yeah, and we watch it all the time. And they have a new show on Netflix, but I haven't brought myself to watch that. But I did like that movie. I don't know why I liked it so much, but I liked her music too. So the new the new one is about the same. I think like the her- same thing. It's just okay. like a series instead of a movie. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe it was a movie. I don't know. I never watched it. Yeah, but. no, I haven't seen either. I did. So. I did look up Marvin Gaye's father, and yeah. it, it all it said was that. Um, like, he was very abusive when they were growing up. Uh, so it okay. says he was described as a strict father to his four children. He would make them observe an extended Sabbath every Saturday. He was against the Christian tradition of attending church on Sundays. He would also question his kids on biblical passage- passages and would beat them if they answered wrong. He reportedly suffered, Marvin reportedly suffered the worst of his punishments. Uh, from the age of seven into his teen years, Marvin's life was full of brutal whippings. Aww. And he later said, Marvin himself, that living with his father was like living with a king, an all cruel, changeable, cruel, and all powerful king. Okay, that's awful. So it's really bad. So I can just see that he's just an angry person. Yeah. And then again, like, what was the insurance letter for? Was it for, like, Marvin Gaye's life insurance? Because then was it, like, was it premeditated? It seems like it was. Yeah. And then it did say that um, they got into an altercation and they were behind a door and he warned him not to come into the room and he came into the room. And that's what, like, set him off. And it's like, please, sir. Yeah. Like, anger control. Let's have some. I don't know. I can't imagine being that that enraged at your own child. But then again, he was an abuser. Right. So, so he was always enraged at his so children he was all the time. Enraged. 
So, yeah, I just just thought that was weird. It's very weird. Okay, and the last one that I wanted to just touch upon was Dimebag Daryl. I don't know who that is. Guitarist of Pantera. Okay. And... Um, he was, he is, was a very well-known, very beloved guitar player just in the metal metal world. Oh, metal? metal. Okay. So, he was, um, really well-known and obviously well-loved. So, he broke out and, okay, and let me not say that. He had another band, Pantera broke up. Okay. And then he started another band called Damage Plan. So he was in Columbus, Ohio to perform with his new band. You know, at, I don't know exactly how long after Pantera broke up, mm-hmm. but he was off, you know, he was still doing what he loved to do, playing music. Seconds into their first song, a man rushed the stage, shooting and killing Dimebag and, and some others. Uh, one was the head of security, one was an employee of the venue, and one was a fan who was in the crowd, tried to resuscitate Daryl. Um, he was performing CPR on him, but it, it was... Oh, my God. Didn't no this bad. happen, like, recently? Um, police officers... I don't know. I'll look it up, because I feel yeah. like it did. Or there was some story like this where somebody in a band died, and it was, like, recently. Yes, it wasn't long... I mean, it wasn't terribly long ago. Uh, some some police officers had stormed in the venue and shot... They ended up shooting the gunman, who was a former Marine, Nathan Gale. Two other audience members performed CPR on him, but it was too late. He was pronounced dead on arrival. And one of the things that when people were being, like, and you know, um, asked about what happened, what they saw, what they knew, they somebody said that they heard this gentleman, I hate to use that term for him, but yell, you broke up Pantera. And that's why he Jesus decided Christ, to show what up at this, a, guy's, what? this guy's, you know, new band, new, his concert and shoot him and kill him. And, and then people lost their mind. And allegedly... When he was buried, um, he he was buried. Eddie Van Halen gave him one of his guitars for his mm-hmm. to lay in the coffin with him because he had asked for a replica when he was alive. He really wanted a replica. I think they called it the Bumblebee guitar. And so, um, allegedly, you know, if you can believe Wikipedia, Eddie Van Halen gave it to him and said basically that an original deserves an original, and it was well. I believe that because this article from 2014 said. Dime Dime was an original. He deserves the original, yeah, Eddie Van Halen, because the last words he said before he died were Van Halen. Wow. Because to start their shows, yeah. he would say Van Halen to his brother, who was in the band, Vinny, to start their live performances so that they could have fun, lively, rockin' shows. Yeah. So that's go. why it was his last word. Yeah. Because I Googled it. He died in 2004. It said, which I feel like I'm trapped in 2003 and four because I said, oh, didn't that happen recently? Yeah. And I swear, I always am like, 1970 was 30 years ago, and it was not. So. I can tell you it wasn't. <laughs> but no, I'm I very much in the same. To me, the 90s were like 10 years ago. Yeah. So I have a problem with the same time yeah. sort of warp issue. I really do. Because I, I will have to calculate, like, when was 1998? Wait a minute. Let me think about that. And I don't like that. And now I'm stuck but. in this thing where I'm like, I'm 35. And then I'm like, no, I'm definitely going to be 37 this year. So I'm not 35. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, I used to know obviously my age well and my husband's, but now I have to calculate his age. Yeah. We've gotten to that point where we just stopped 
Don't even give a shit. I well, don't even count it anymore. I'm just like, wait a minute. He He's two and a half years older than me. So if I'm going to be 52, so that's yeah. what I do. Well, and that's funny because at the time of recording this, not when the episode releases, but at the time of recording it, my grandma and my husband's birthday is just passed. Yep. And my grandma, we had called Wednesday maybe. Yeah, Wednesday because Dan's birthday was Thursday to say, happy birthday, grandma. And she's like, oh, thank you. You know, we were just talking about your ages. How old are you? You're 36 this year, right? You're 35. You're going to be 36. I'm like, no. I'm like, Dan's going to be 37 tomorrow. And she's like, no, because I'm 86 and I'm 50 years older than you. I'm like, you are 87 years old today. That's like so hot. But I think she just doesn't care because yeah. it's like she doesn't go anywhere. Yep. We go and visit her and hang out. And like she doesn't go anywhere because she doesn't drive or anything, which I know she hates. But like I would forget too. I don't even know what day it is. And I've been home for two days from work and not gone places. Yeah. Well, and I've been all over the freaking world since right. Friday. So, but I'm also still like, what day is it? I don't even know. I woke up this morning like, Okay, good. It's not Monday. Like, really, for a second, I had to be like, wait, uh, uh, okay, no, we had hockey, not work. Okay, this is fine. Well, and like I told you last week, I was like, oh, I thought I had another week before my vacation. And at the time we're recording this, uh, it's on Friday. And we will be on vacation when this episode releases. So, like, it is definitely coming up quicker than I feel like it should be. Okay, so tell me about that, because I saw a brief little video that you posted did you tell oh yeah so we yeah so we we had told the boys on friday that we were going on vacation so if you've listened to our earlier episode we weren't telling them that we were going to disney for april vacation um just because we like to like surprise them with things and just so they don't get overly excited and not like do well in school or rest well before the trip so actually we told them that we're leaving next monday for the trip but we're leaving on friday and the reason we're not telling them the real day is because they have school friday i mean thursday we told them they're not going to school Friday because we're getting prepared. Yeah. But because we want them to sleep good on Thursday because sure. we have to wake up to leave for the airport at like three o'clock in the yeah, morning. They need so to sleep. Sure. they need to sleep. And if we tell them, they'll be like, ah, it's midnight. We're yeah. still awake. Yeah. So we're like, no. So we told them that they were going. We I did a little word search for them and they unscrambled the words magic and castle. And then my oldest got really excited about going. And my youngest was like, why are we going to Disney again? But then yesterday, because they're definitely, well, my oldest is like exactly like me. We watched YouTube videos of every um, attraction at Epcot and Hollywood Studios because those are the two we're going to. And we made a list of like their wishes for when we're there. So we have a game plan. And I was like, well, if you're not a type A person for vacation, are you even going on vacation? Because (laughs) I have to have a plan for everything. That's funny. And I'm sort of a loose plan. Yeah. I don't I don't like that they're forcing you to They are forcing you. That's else. what they're making you do now. I don't like it. And that's why I wanted I the like list it. because then I can kind of um gauge what we need like Disney Genie Plus Fast Pass things for yeah. and what we don't. So like right. they originally were like we want to go on Rock and Roller Coaster and then they were like no it looks too scary. We don't want to go, which made me sad because it's my favorite it's and my we favorite. didn't go last summer when yeah. we went and now we're not going to go on it this Just time. Just go. Go as a single go. rider. Just so, single rider. You can yeah, do it. no. I don't think that's really fair to make Dan and the kids wait while I go. I'm sure they can do other stuff. There's so, stuff they can do. I would not be able to do that. That's true. It. That's the one ride. That's true. They could get not. ice cream. There's or so many things they could do. And people watch. Let's not forget. People watching yeah, is fun. People watching is fun. But yeah, so we made a whole list of everything we were doing. So I'm excited about that. That that is very exciting. 
But I am not excited about when we go and having to have everything planned. Yeah. And to the point of having to pick out the parks that we go to on what day so many months ahead right. of time. It's nuts to me. Well, and that's crazy too. And I'm so glad that I did it like right when I bought the package yeah. because as of last week, all of their tickets for the next like 90 days are sold out yeah. and people cannot get in there. And I was like, well, that's nuts. Good thing we have ours yes. because we're going. Yes. It's a good so. reminder that I have to just, I have to buckle down and write it out and plan it out. Yeah. And, and do what you got to do. I'm not that excited about it because I, I mean, it's all just like weather related or, yeah. you know, I do mm-hmm. keep my eye on the busyness of the day and the yeah. park and all that. It's just a lot. And I don't have time. I don't know if you know anything about me, but. I'm a really busy person. Mm -hmm. I just, it's, even when there's no hockey now, there's still hockey because we're into spring hockey. Right. And it's just like, I don't have a pocket of like two hours that I need to Mm -hmm. sit down and do this. Well, that's why we did that yesterday after they ate dinner. We watched the attractions and it showed like a little bit of them. It wasn't like in depth, like showing the whole thing. And they decided like, yes, we want to do that or no, we don't. And I thought that that was helpful because otherwise you're like wait in the line the whole time they get to the front and they're like, no, I don't want to do that. So, which I feel that's probably going to happen to us a couple of times because this is Caden's first time. Right. He tells me he doesn't want to go anything fast, which really just (laughs) knocks out a whole bunch of stuff in all of Disney World. So we'll see. Right. So I'm trying to Well, we can go on the Finding Nemo ride and the Ariel ride and it's a small world. (laughs) Yeah. And Haunted Dumbo, Mansion. You know, we'll find we'll find a few things, but I'm going on all of it. The money I'm spending, I'm going on yeah, exactly. everything that I want to go on. So Exactly. So it anyway. should be fun. So we will be back next week. If you have any uh, music industry true crimes that you think we should cover in a future episode, you can email us at coworkerskillingtime at gmail.com. You can find photos of all of the artists we talked about and see how crazy Phil Spector looks <laughs> on our Instagram at Coworkers Killing Time on Instagram. You can f- go to our Facebook page and also see those photos if you don't have an Instagram account, as well as listen to every episode we've recorded. And finally, you can go to patreon.com and search for Coworkers Killing Time podcast and subscribe there for bonus content. And as always, you can leave us a five-star review on our podcast anywhere that you can leave reviews and subscribe. We thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.